0: Welcome to Uncovered the All Coal podcast. Today we're tackling royalty increases for mining announced in the Queensland budget last month and what impacts that will have to local communities like ours. So we are lucky enough to have on the podcast JP Bester today, who's the head of finance for BMA. So thank you, JB, for, for joining us and, and helping us learn a little bit more about this issue. Well, oh,
1: thanks very much for having me.
0: So we've seen a lot of things in the media about this issue from both sides. Like we've seen the government putting out their little spiel and then the stuff coming out of the coal industry. Can you just tell us really what this increase is about and, and what that means for, for people living in mining communities like myself?
1: Yeah, sure. So ultimately the Queensland government has announced an increase in the tax for coal miners in Queensland. It's an increase in the amount of money that we pay the government for every dollar of revenue that we receive and that is an escalating amount based on the coal price. So very simply as the coal price reaches higher levels the percentage of that additional revenue that we earn increases through the royalty mechanism. The biggest concern for us about these royalty actions and increases is that number one there was very little to no engagement with industry uh, ahead of this particular increase and also the increase in the royalty now makes Queensland the highest royalty regime in the world and ultimately because of the way that Australia's GST rules work most of this royalty will end up going outside of Queensland into other states Hmm. it's damaged Queensland's reputation as a safe and predictable place to invest so when we have a sudden jump in our in our cost base because that is really what this royalty does it puts a strain on a number of things including the ability for us to make investments in queensland and also our ability to increase our, our local spend uh, which you know directly impacts you know people like yourself brianna and the communities that you live in uh, it, it also puts at risk jobs both now and into the future and and again, this this is something that you know regional communities like yours should, should absolutely be very very interested in.
0: Mm. And so, obviously, there was a there was a freeze before, right? So there was a ten year freeze where the royalties were uh, the same every year, and there was kind of stability in that because the government knew what they were getting from you guys, and you knew how much that you had to give to them.
1: Yeah, that, that that's right. The so prior to to one July and and this this announcement. The, the royalty regime that was in place, which is a three-tier regime, ha- had been in place for, as you say, 10 years. And that provided a stable and predictable, that's called a tax regime, against which companies like BMA, like other players in the coal industry, can make long-term decisions about the levels of investment that they want to put into their business against that stable environment. With, with the change, that's... That puts all of those investments at risk and it, it means that for the Queensland government, the perception that it creates for Queensland as a as a place to invest, it means that you know, there's no confidence that the government won't change the rules of the game uh, on us without notice and it, you know, at the very last minute.
0: Mm. So like you said, there's been no consultation, no industry and government sitting around the table saying, okay, well, let's do this. say the next year or two and then let's readdress it's kind of just like this change has happened you guys need to go with it and that's
1: how it'll be correct that's that's exactly how it went
0: it's very concerning isn't it (laughs) (laughs) and so can you tell me what that will mean for BHP's investment it just means that there won't be you know like you said the long-term prospects well they probably just won't be there because we don't know what the changes will be
1: yeah that's that, that's right. So the royalty increase will seriously impede our ability to contribute to future investment, growth and, and jobs in in our operations which ultimately occur in regional Queensland. Our investment decisions you, you know we make them over multi multi-year and multi-decade horizons and we look at the long long-term cost uh, forecasts and predictions to it, ensure that Uh, Our mines are profitable, the investment delivers the return that it needs to return uh, throughout the the ups and downs of the the coal mining commodity cycle. Because in times of high prices, that enables us to generate funds to reinvest in our mines, reinvest in the local communities, and also cover us for the the inevitable downturns that, that our industry does go through.
0: And I know I sometimes feel like I have a little bit limited scope here because I've been born and raised in a coal mining town. So I understand all of the things you're saying. But for someone who's living in inner city Brisbane or Melbourne who think that coal is, you know, the demon of the world... um, I guess I can see their point of view in their thinking. Well, you know, this is Australian coal, and we should all reap the benefits. Um, but it's also concerning because I feel like most of those royalties will go to the southeast, and it's not getting properly spread to where it should be, which is here. When you look at our roads and our the states of our hospitals and all those sorts of things.
1: Yeah, that's that's right. So maybe I can describe the, the impact and the and the longer term impact on our you know regional regional communities using. You know, a, a simple analogy that 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 will translate to, you know, those as you say, in, inner city, southeast Queensland, and, and potentially Victorian folk. And and let, let's talk about investment properties, Brianna. So, uh, uh, Brianna, imagine imagine you had decided that right, you're going to build an investment property. You've got money to invest, and 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 you want to invest in an in, you want to build this investment property. Now, at the moment, you've got a choice. You can you can build that property, let's say, in Queensland or you can build that investment property in in victoria imagine if you decide to build that property in in victoria just as you finish building that property the the government says well now we're going to apply a tax on all investment property rental income whereby we the the state government will take 20 percent of that rental income Mm -hmm. if i have to make that choice about do i invest my money to build an investment property in victoria or do that in Queensland where I don't have that tax, right? it's it's a no-brainer. I'm going to choose to invest and build that investment property in Queensland. Over time, what will happen is more and more people will choose not to invest in investment properties or in, in, in properties in Victoria, but will choose to invest those funds into uh, Queensland and build those properties. What will happen there is that incremental investment that comes into Queensland, stimulates that local economy the jobs will be created house job house construction jobs will be created thriving communities will be built around those expansion and that investment and support for that local community whereas if you think about what happens in victoria if they because they've got this tax they don't attract that investment in into victoria so you know you don't stimulate the creation of new jobs through house construction you don't stimulate the growth and of thriving local communities which doesn't create the environment for local businesses to to thrive and enjoy because ultimately bhp bma other players in the, in the mining industry they have choices bhp has choices as to where it invests capital we can invest it in our coal mines in in central queensland or we can invest it in Canada with our potash projects at Janssen. We can invest it in South America in our copper operations in Santiago. It's very easy for BHP to make different investment decisions into environments and jurisdictions where where the investment is viewed favourably and we don't have this type of impost on on our earnings.
0: Mm. And so what can be done? Is there a way to rally industry and rally get government around the table and, and get down and have a really good discussion about this?
1: Well, this, this is something that, that we have certainly tried to do. Ultimately, we don't want to be opposing the government. We, we believe that it's best for everyone if industry, BHP, BMA and the government are working together for the betterment of Team Queensland. Ultimately, we're all on Team Queensland and need to make decisions and choices that uh, deliver a better outcome for Team Queensland, and particular, for regional communities like, uh, like yours, Brianna, where it, we need to make better decisions around how we invest and support the, the infrastructure in, in regional Queensland. Uh, ultimately, with this decision, we don't believe it's in the best interest of Team Queensland. So, we're knocking on the door no one's answering at the moment, so you will see, you know, BHP, BMA, our leaders, and the industry as a whole, continue to knock louder and louder until those call- the knocking is answered to get around the table and discuss a better outcome for everyone.
0: And is there anything we can do on a local level, like as a community member? Like, could you lobby or send an email through to your local member?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That that is an option. We, we want our local communities in which we operate, we want our workforce that both directly employed through BMA and BHP operations, as well as the, the local industry that supports that, to find their voice. We want them to, you know, write those letters to their local members, get involved, help and understand what, what this means for uh, for jobs in regional Queensland, and, and really what is,
0: what is the best outcome for Team Queensland because we don't believe this is it. No, no. Ah, oh, Well, you've got a big job ahead of you then to try and um, work your way through this issue.
1: Yeah, no, we, we do. So we will continue to talk to those impacted by the increase. You'll, you'll see us, we will continue to talk to our workforce. We will continue to talk to our local communities. And, and, and we encourage them all to find their voices, as I said, uh, to be part of Team Queensland and to have a say and be heard. We want to be proud to be part of Team Queensland and and really we'll be coming together as both BMA and BHP, coming together as the industry to continue raising our concerns until they listened to, and we will continue to push the state government to engage the industry in in an appropriate manner to find a better pathway forward. And and really we believe that's in the best interest of Team Queensland.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's not just a big, um, you know, mining company versus government. It's all it's about that consultation and, and that's how you make things fair and, and, and keep everyone happy.
1: Absolutely right. Uh, this, as, as I said previously, Brianna, this was put on us without any consultation. When we, uh, when we did eventually get a seat at the table, it, it was too late and there was, there was no engagement. It was effectively to, uh, to inform us of the outcome.
0: Yep. And so can you also, is there a way for you to say, if, if we do have to commit to these royalties, that we want that money spent in, in the mining regions?
1: Y- yes, abs- absolutely. So for the past three years, there, there has been a partnership between the Queensland Government and the members of the Queensland Resources Council. And we've created the, uh, the Regional Community Infrastructure Fund. And effectively, each of the parties of industry have committed to uh, contribute to this fund and raise money for specific investment, direct investment in regional Queensland communities. That is a far more efficient way to ensure that the money goes to where it is most needed and not out of the state's coffers to other areas through the GST redistribution regime.
0: And is there any way to keep updated on what you're doing? Is there a website people can get onto to read any more information about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the, the Queensland Resources Council or, or the QRC, uh, if you put that into Google, it'll take you right there and, and it'll, put our,
0: it'll see the industry's messaging and, and views on this as well. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for having a chat with me today. I'm sure we'll have to do an updated edition as, as we follow through with this issue.
1: Thanks, Brianna. Hopefully I have some uh, more positive news at, at that point. Yes. Thanks for having me. Excellent.
0: Thank you so much. Well, that brings us to the end of our Uncovered conversation. That was truly, truly interesting, and there's just so many aspects involved in that and I'll definitely uh, keep you guys updated as that progresses through to hopefully some sort of mediation. Tune into the Uncovered podcast at a time that suits you via SoundCloud and we're also available on any good podcast apps. We'll also share the link on our 4 F M Facebook page.